So here I am. Um, this is kind of a new one on me. I'm calling you from Twitter jail. Um, as you may know, they, um, if you haven't been enough of a twit, they, they disable your account for like, I think this is 12 hours. So it's actually, I spent most of my time sleeping. That's what you do, by the way, if you ever get put in jail, you, you want to just start sleeping all the time. Just, and you can actually, when you're in the dream state, you don't even know you're in jail, see? So you want to just, you know, sleep and sleep and sleep. And then at some point, they wake you up and they say, hey, it's time for you to get out of here. And you're like, oh, that was a tough 30 days, you know? Just wake up and look at the food and see whether you can even stand to eat any of the stuff that, that it's weird because they don't they they'll spend money on it when i when i worked at the prison they they had stuff that wasn't really cheap but they just everything is just so drab and awful and but anyway so it's not like that in twitter jail because i can eat what i want i just got my own food um, what I did to them was I, I said um, something about somebody, what the Democrats could do that's useful, and I said the only thing Democrats could do that's useful is each one of them could go and handcuff themselves to a Republican, and then they could all go out and throw the, just all of them jump in the Potomac. And Twitter thought that, well, some stupid algorithm, right, that, uh, you know, not the, people didn't even look at it thought that I was suggesting like mass suicide, which I don't know. I mean, I guess if I don't, it wouldn't do us any good if, if Congress all jumped in the Potomac as the pathetic thing, because they just get a whole nother bunch of the same kind of people. But anyway, so then, well, if you don't delete the tweet, then your 12 hours doesn't count down. And then but otherwise, then you can't appeal it or they'll, I don't know what this time I did hit appeal, but it says like, we'll get back to you in a few days. So after we've finished punishing you for this bogus offense, we'll theoretically get back to you and have an appeal on, I mean, how dumb was this? You know, instead of saying like, well, we want to know, we, we want you to like acknowledge that you can't post things like this and, or, tell us why hey this isn't even this that that, that rules it's not about that rule your your algorithm is wrong and then like you know just the general thing that you're supposed to do with ai is that you let the ai make a choice but then you see if that's right and you keep doing that until it's making right choices what they're doing is they have this ai that's making stupid choices and because it doesn't impact them like they're not the ones that saying oh I got nothing to do and I'm locked off of Twitter and I was going to go on Twitter around and I had a couple people I wanted to message to and stuff like this they don't care and this naturally this makes me think of you know what I'd really like to do is just tell them hey forget my account just I'll just close it I just I'll never be back and the reason I can't really do that is because a bunch of my friends are there. So 
there's other people that are there and the the people who i would want a message would just look at that message and maybe smile and go yeah right you know but uh so we need like our own platform is what everybody says and and that's and i say it too but the the only thing i can see uh, some of the less regulated ones have gotten taken over by these right-wing trolls now see i don't so much mind if somebody's a conservative and even if they're like an establishment person i'll just tell them hey look you know you're you're you've been propagandized into this worldview and you're repeating talking points and this is all nonsense like um the classic deal is this thing about saying well socialism always fails was that why they've been 50 years holding these sanctions against cuba which has succeeded anyway is that why that socialism always fails you have to you have to force it to fail if you really believe that socialism fails everywhere it's tried you just would see a country trying socialism and you'd say oh those poor guys there they go they're gonna try this socialism i know it's not gonna work yeah i better set aside a little emergency money for when the socialism fails and they're all starving and stuff like that and then you know and we'll come in and we'll say see we told you that wonderful capitalism will save the day and now you can join up with the imf and the world bank and get some progress and um and become like wannabe americans um but the problem is that's not what happens. What happens is you have this uh, this incredibly poor country like Cuba, and you have the gusanos who are the that it's worm is what it means, uh, who uh, were were you know the 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 conquistador class is what I think of them as, and the, and those guys, uh, you know they're like. Uh, they get on anytime somebody says something good about Cuba, they like to get on and they say, well, my grandfather just owned a couple of casinos and then they did this. My grandfather just had a, um, you know, a, a small cane plantation with a hundred slaves and they put him out of business. I mean, it, you know, they're not quite that stupid, but I, one of them, actually, there's one of them that's on Twitter who, if you look up who her grandfather was, he was like this notorious secret police prick for Batista that did, did like had all kinds of people executed, you know, political stuff. Not like the difference being, I mean, say if you had like, you know, some big capitalist executed for, you know, for some like corruption, like bribing the legislature or, or putting some crook on the Supreme Court or something like that. And then you'd say, well, see, you know, they lied, cheated and stole and they did all this damage to the country. And so bam, 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 bam. And there you go. But that's, a, of course, that's what everybody thinks the communists do. The communists really don't shoot that many people, but um, the capitalists remember every single one they do. Well, anyway, so, you know, uh, it's capitalism that's failing with these trolls. And so you, you get on these some of these other sites, and it's like, um, 
if somebody says, well, you know, socialism doesn't work, and, well, look, do you have any idea how poor China was when Mao took over? Do you have any idea how poor czarist Russia was? I mean, it's like the United States. It's a third world country with billionaires. But you've got like this mass of people that are just poor. And in czarist Russia, I mean, it was poor, poor, poor. It was like they had nothing. They starved to death on a regular basis. So... You know, the communists come and take over, and the first thing they do is they they name one of the famines the Holodomor and claim that Stalin did it on purpose. And what he was, what actually happened, it was the Kulaks burned a bunch of grain and stuff like that because they were all, they were, you know, petty capitalists, petit bourgeois, if you want. Um... You know, and like so, they owned a cow, so they made the other peasants pay them to use the cow to plow their field and like that. And it was, you know, like, you know, the old thing of exploit somebody, no matter, you know, even both of you are poor, but you're, the other guy is way less poor than you, or is way more poor than you, so you can exploit him and, you know, just suck a tiny little bit of blood out of him before he turns pure white. And, um, you know, Stalin was trying to do this collective farm thing and move into the future, which, you know, that's what we have in America now is we have collective farms. We, they ran <laughs> a lot bigger farmers than the gulags out of business in order to create, you know, the agribusiness that dominates American agriculture. You know, these companies like ConAgra, you know, I mean, we just, we, you can't even hardly farm less than, than several thousand acres because just of the cost of this gigantic equipment they have nowadays. So that, like, if you take a wheat field, the only choice really a socialist would have with a wheat field would, would be, I'm talking, you know, full scale, you know, uh, um, you know, 20, 30, 50 square miles of wheat. Well, you're going to have combines. So if you're not going to have collective... Uh, uh, agriculture through the government then you're going to have like worker co-ops that own the land or you know there's a lot of ways you could do you could just federally own the land and then you could say the worker co-ops would be like the people that run the combines so uh the the government if you wanted to have businesses that large the government would like uh would have, but I think you'd end up with this private-public partnership kind of nonsense, even with a worker co-op, where it just ends up being that somebody sucks a whole lot of money out of the transaction. And really, the the USSR idea makes more sense. Look, the government's the one that's got the money, so the government owned the land, and let the government own the combines, and then... Uh, like yeah, as far as operating them, you might, you maybe would get. I would think in terms of like, you would get a combine operators union, and they and they would make uh, wage agreements with the the government, and and then um, and they would have to provide training and, um, and you know, and that whole kind of thing, and 
And then maybe you would have, like, say, worker co-ops that would do things like maintaining the combines. But anyway, uh, you know, this is just like, how would you arrange something that they're not going to allow you to have? It's not really, you know, I mean, you, there's no worse way to do it than to create giant corporations that are beyond the control of the government and that that are able to utilize corruption legalized by Citizens United and Buckley versus Vallejo, but that are basically bribing Congress to allow them all kinds of special privileges and and to bail them out when they when they fail. I mean, you know, yeah, but bail out state industries when they fail. You know, let's. It, if you're not going to have capitalism, then don't have capitalism. It doesn't work anyway. Uh, and then you know, these alternative media. I just want. I just. I don't know what you can do with not um, making anybody stop yelling. Uh, but it seems to me like even if they wanted to call for a revolution and and uh, and argue that the government ought to be overthrown, I mean that's what the Declaration of Independence did. So why we say Jefferson and all those guys were so great? Well, they were revolutionaries. So what's wrong with the people today deciding we've had all we can stand? Which I think they are going to do, but probably not in time to save us from the climate. And speaking of the climate, there's the ultimate failure of capitalism right there. It's going to cause the extinction of the human race. Now that is a fairly large problem. Okay. If you're going to say, yeah, you know, socialism doesn't work, communism doesn't work, blah, 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 all these other kind of economic systems don't work. And we are telling you that there is no alternative, according to Margaret Thatcher, um, an evil, nasty, nasty, evil person that she was. There is no alternative to capitalism, and capitalism right now is engaged in uh, burning fossil fuels, even though everybody knows we should stop continuing to subsidize the fossil fuel industry, continuing fracking, which we already know doesn't pay and just pollutes the water and causes minor earthquakes, or maybe they won't all be minor. And all this, and why are we doing it? Why do, why are we, why do we have all these things going on? Well, it's it's the only way. There's no alternative. We can't no cap. No socialism would be. Uh, you can't do that. No, but ba da ba da ba 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 ba. And uh, carbon's not going down at all. The the carbon emissions are not going down at all. And the Arctic's melting. The Gulf Stream is about to stop streaming. The Gulf Stream, um, as I understand it, if it was on land, it would be the biggest river in the world. The, the Gulf Stream is like a mile-wide stream of water running like at, I think, a couple of knots at the maximum speed. 
And so it goes all the way. It comes up from Florida and all that. It goes all the way over to Europe. When and if, and probably not very long, the Gulf Stream fails, Europe is going to all of a sudden get a whole bunch colder. And I guess, I don't know where the heat's going to end up, but that's not really the big thing. The big thing is that most of Europe is not really all that warm anyway, except around the Mediterranean. You know, it gets quite cold in England. And you're going to get to where a heck of a lot of the crops that you have gotten used to being able to grow are just not going to make it. The same thing we could say with West Texas. If you let West Texas get a little bit hotter or a little bit drier, that's it. You're not going to have cotton and wheat from, from here. And I know, you know, Texas is a pretty messed up state, and most people just look at our governor and senators and say, oh my God, what's wrong with those people? But we got, there's a lot of Texas. I'm not saying it's all beautiful. Most of it is pretty ugly. Oregon and, you know, like that. The, the Cascades in Central Oregon, now that's some pretty land up there. And uh, until the timber, timber industry got up there and just made a mess of it. Just, you know, well, if we get a great big patch and we just cut everything down. Well, anyway. So, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't mind talking with people that, that are just doing philosophy on like economic systems or political systems or something like that, but when, like, this propaganda that, that I have been fed all my life and that I learned in school, oh yeah, Stalin was this monster and and he starved his own population. Not true. The Holodomor, Holodomor never happened. And then Mao, oh Mao had all these people killed. Well, he, he had a lot of people in the Wuomingdon killed, but that, uh, Chiang Kai-shek was running a very, very corrupt organization. And in order to run them out, I mean, there wasn't any choice but to fight them. Uh, but that, but China was a, a super oppressed country, and uh, Mao came in and and uh, eliminated the the real, real terrible poverty at the uh, at the bottom of the economic ladder, same as they did in Venezuela, same as the Sandinista, same as every socialist government that ever gets in power. The first thing they do is run to the people that are literally starving and do something about them. And, and, and that's true of Stalin too. And then, uh, and then we get them, like I was watching this thing about totalitarian governments and they put Mao and Stalin's picture in and the, they talk, when they talk about totalitarianism and the, the imagery is all like uh, of of these leaders is all like Nazi Germany kind of stuff, right? Because, you, you know, uh, it's only in the minds of Americans that people in the Soviet Union or in communist China uh, have, have not had any kind of free speech. I mean, you could go too far, but that's true in the United States and always has been. 
you know, I mean, just saying that that uh, the sheriff and, and his, his buddies from town shouldn't, you know, go out night riding and uh, lynch a couple black people would be is an example of some free speech that you better not engage in. So, you know, it, uh, there's this, this vast gulf of difference there, and then um, you start talking about socialism, talking, you know, logic and facts, and then if you're on one of these platforms that has a lot of these right-wingers on it, you just get these, like, these big, loud, ad hominem attacks in all capital letters with bad spelling and bad grammar and uh, illogic linking the, the things that they're saying. And they're, they're really pretty pathetic. But, you know, it's just over and over. And, and, and uh, I, I do think that there's just no reason why somebody that posts a perfectly polite message explaining why they think a certain economic system or something should get, uh, you know, messages from people saying moron and exclamation all caps, <clears throat> you should be hung, we're going to come and get you and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but, um, what Twitter's doing, I mean, I, I, I think there's a whole different thing to even, if somebody says, well, we should have a communist revolution and, and you know, we should shoot our oppressors and put these guys up against the wall and stuff like that. Well, you know, uh, that probably is going to happen. But um, I, at some point it gets into... Uh, well, you remember Milo Ivanovich, or it's something, it's something like Ivanovich. He was talking about the mainstream news, which is actually just right-wing puppets of the establishment, about how bad they were, and that they should be blown up. And then somebody goes and does it. And was it CNN they did that to? They had bombs and stuff. I don't know. They killed people. And they, they killed the same people that Milo had just told them they should kill. Nothing happened to him. But in the left wing, if you even, if you would su suggest that, you know, we ought to probably just get rid of some of these billionaires by whatever means, and they'll, they're right away, you know, oh, you're really bad. And, you know, that uh, when the American Revolution, they, said they would have said well you know like these tories if you're if you're completely opposed to us freeing ourselves from england you know then you ought to get on a ship and go back to england because if you hang around here you know it's quite likely that thomas jefferson or somebody will string you up from a lamppost or whatever and that's like not uh that was fine but now there's this hypersensitivity uh, uh, about leftists. And you know, leftists have never been the ones... Like, you look at all the union violence uh, in the past in America, Eugene Debs era and like that. And it was always the capitalists who would hire the Pinkertons to shoot the communist 
worker organizers and, and uh, the striking workers. That was really common. They'd gun people down by the dozens. It was never the communists doing that. And the, the, the communists didn't do, like, selective assassinations or something like that, which you would think they would do. But they don't. And so, consequently, pretty much all the terror in the entire world is right-wing, and half of it is done by the United States government. And these are the people that are passing judgment on me for um, making a sardonic comment about Congress jumping in the Potomac. I just... I don't know. I don't know what... Everything makes me mad because I'm just... I have a baseline of anger. Um, but why shouldn't we? I mean, you know, like... You know... Like Greta says, how dare you? Exxon knew 20, 30 years before anybody knew about the concepts. They knew that fossil fuels were going to cause global warming and eventually crash the climate. And they didn't say, okay, we're just going to have to switch to hydrogen. It's no big deal. The same companies will, will be the hydrogen companies that used to be the oil companies. And we'll just transition over to this hydrogen while we've got plenty of time and uh, we should be able to make a profit through the whole thing. No, that's not, no. They said, we'll make a bigger profit if we just deny all this stuff here and we won't have to buy the equipment to make the hydrogen and we won't have to have obsolete uh, refineries and then that'll raise the price of energy and people will reduce their use of energy and then That'll get our, you know, that'll hurt our bottom line too. It was all about just me, 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 and now it's just more me, 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 as the planet burns. <laughs>